2: Homes.com. We've done your homework.
3: What's up, you guys? Okay, so this midweek mom chat, I am going to be talking about sex. (laughs) Well, how to not get pregnant while having sex. Because, obviously, sex makes babies. And for me in particular, um, I had a C-section. And so it's not safe for me to get pregnant for a year Um, just because, and I'm sure some people who've had C-sections have gotten pregnant sooner than a year. Actually, I think I have some friends who've gotten pregnant sooner than a year um, who've had a C-section. But my gynecologist recommended that we definitely wait a year just so my body can completely heal because with a C-section, they like literally, I mean, I know everyone knows this, but cut you open, cut your uterus open, and that has to heal back up. The scar tissue has to get healed, and everything's got to get good and tight again. So I'm not trying to get pregnant anytime soon because I just don't want, I don't know. I mean, I'm just scared like my guts would rip open or something if I got pregnant and it would hurt me. I'd lose the baby, all the things. Of course, I'm going down a rabbit hole. I have no idea if that would happen. And I'm sure I could get pregnant right now and it probably would be fine. But I'm just following my gynecologist, what she recommended because that makes a lot of sense to me. So because of that, I will not be, I don't want to be getting pregnant. So that means I need to get on birth control because a year of pulling and praying and all that, like that just, um, that's not going to work for me in my current situation. If I hadn't had, if I hadn't had, how do I say this? Hadn't had had a C-section. Say that six times fast. If I hadn't had a C-section and I had had a vaginal birth, I would not get on birth control because Michael and I most likely want to have another child and I'm 36 years old and so... It's not like I'm getting any younger, and time is of the essence to have a baby, so I probably would not get on birth control if I had had a vaginal birth, but since that's not our situation, I am. So, I have been on a lot of different birth controls. I was on the pill forever, and that was fine. It's just like you have to take a pill every single day, and if you miss a pill, then You have this chance of getting pregnant and then you have to take like two pills the next day. You have to take it at the exact same time every single day. And some people will crush at that and they're doing great. For me, that just feels like a lot to remember, especially right now where I'm just in the big middle of newborn phase. The last thing I want to have to think about is taking a birth control pill. And if I miss it, then I could get pregnant. Like So that just feels too stressful for me. So that's out. Not doing the pill. Um, I've done the NuvaRing before, and I actually really like the NuvaRing. That's the one that you put in vaginally, and it's just like a ring that you put in vaginally. And I did that for years. I thought the NuvaRing was awesome. Okay, but then there was a big negative side effect of the NuvaRing for me, and it gave me melasma. And I don't know if that happens for everyone, but for me, it gave me melasma. So I ended up getting really dark Um, like, stained skin under my eyes and on my lips. So it looked like I had just, like, a mustache and, like, a dirty face. And it was not fun. I could not get it off. I had to do, like, chemical peels to get it off. I ended up getting off the Nuvering. And it just – the melasma was too big of a side effect for me. to not enjoy that at all. But I did really like the Nuvering. So that was something that – that would be the one that I would recommend – with hormones in it, just as far as convenience, because you put it in once a month, you change it every month, and it's just like, set it and forget it. (laughs) So I really liked that one, but not the melasma. So then, I moved on to an IUD. The last type of birth control I got before getting pregnant was an IUD. And I just... I'm already emotional enough without hormones, extra hormones being added to my life. So I really thought the Paragard was a great option for me because it's just a copper IUD and the copper makes the sperm and the egg um, repel. Like it, it doesn't let them come together. So it's like oil and water. So there's no hormones and it's been around forever. And so to me, that felt like a really great option. So I got that put in probably, I don't know, five years ago. And I had it for like five years or maybe like six years ago and I had it for like five years because it lasts for 10 years, which is also another thing that's awesome. You put it in and it lasts for another, it lasts for 10 years. Uh, And there's some IUDs like the Mirena and I don't know what other kinds are. There are, but they have like some hormones in them. I didn't want one with hormones. I wanted one with no hormones. And so, I had the Paragard for like five years. The first six months I had the Paragard, um, I had really heavy periods. I had a lot of spotting. It was painful. Like, it definitely hurt. And that was a negative side effect. But over time, it stopped hurting and it was great. And it was just so easy to have. So, I really liked that. So, yesterday... I went back to my gyno and I got the Paragard put in again. And I was really nervous because when I got it put in the first time, like six years ago, it hurt like a mother to get it inserted. Like literally hurt so badly. And then I was like, had terrible cramps afterwards. I literally had to like take the day off and just give in to my pain and just like lay down, take a bath because it was so painful. So I was really nervous and preparing for a lot of pain and cramps and all of that, but I have to say maybe it's because my uterus has been stretched out 5,000 times bigger than it was before or I have no idea what, but it was a little sore. Like it hurt a little bit when she um, put the clamp in to like, I guess, insert the pair guard. But after that, it was great. It was so easy. Like I didn't have any cramping afterwards. There's a little bleeding afterwards, but like now I've, I've had it, I guess, a day or two. I can't remember remember when I got it. I think I got it yesterday, maybe the day before. Um, and it's been great. I haven't had any negative side effects. So I'm like, woohoo! This is awesome. Um, so I have to say, from my experience, the birth control that I personally like is the Paragard that is just my experience. I am sure some people out there hate the Paragard because it does cause cramping and pain and there are side effects. I mean, okay, yesterday I forgot. I did have a little bit of traveling pain. Like I had, I'd get like a sharp sharp shooting pain in different parts of my body, like my lower right groin area. I had a sharp shooting pain and then it like transferred to my other side and it kind of like traveled around my body for a little while but it wasn't anything bad and it just lasted for like a few hours and then it was gone so overall I'm gonna say I really liked the pear guard and I really like it now and this experience has been even better than the first time I got it so if you're asking me what my opinion on birth control is um especially after you've had a baby and you're not trying to have another baby. I think a lot – I think the pull and pray method works for sure if you don't care about getting pregnant again and you va- and you vaginally um, birthed your child and it's safe for you to get pregnant. And say you did get pregnant, you, you'd you be fine. For me, with a C-section, I just feel like um, it wasn't safe for me not to. And let's be real, who wants to use condoms every time? Not us. So – Sorry, husband, hubby. (laughs) Kind of talking about our sex life, but not really. Just vaguely talking about um, birth control. So the Paragard is the winner, winner chicken dinner for me. So that is my thoughts on it. So I'm going to answer some of y'all's questions because a lot of y'all have questions about birth control. Shocking. Opinion on birth control pills while breastfeeding. Okay, that's another thing I've heard. Another reason I'm glad you asked that question. Another reason why I did not want to get on a pill because... I don't want to take one every day and I don't want hormones, but also I have heard that taking a birth control pill does affect your breast milk supply and it decreases it. So I don't want to do anything to mess with my milk supply because my milk supply is awesome and I'm really, I'm navigating breastfeeding. I'm trying to figure out my pumping to breastfeeding ratio, but my milk supply is awesome and I'm not trying to mess with that. So I don't want anything to interfere with that. So that's another reason why I would not want to get on the birth control pill. Um, Someone says, I don't trust the withdrawal method. That's how I got prego with my son. Exactly. Um, I'm not saying it doesn't work, but you are playing with fire when you are pulling and praying. And so I think that um, that is definitely not a method I want to trust. Another, sorry, TMI, any, I I mean, if you're a guy listening to this, bless you. Because, I mean, this is some straight woman talk right now. I'm going to tell you another little trick. Um, that I have figured out when I was trying to get pregnant. The guys, I'm sorry. If you're listening to this, shut your ears because this is going to gross you out. <laughs> this is for my women out there who are seriously wanting to know about birth control and ovulation and babies and all the, all the things having to do with this. Okay, so I warned you, guys. Um, ladies, you can tell when you're ovulating because of your discharge. I don't know if you knew that, but you definitely can. Like, if it is... I'm so, I can't believe I'm going to talk about this, but this is real life talk. If it is like white and pasty, that means that you are getting, your ovulation's coming, it's getting closer. If it starts getting like uh, clear and stretchy, but it's still got white paste in it, ovulation's coming, coming, you getting closer, you're probably a day or two away, and once it is clear and like slimy and really stretchy, that pretty much means you're ovulating, so... That's another way to just check your ovulation. I don't know if that happens ap- when you're breastfeeding because you don't really have a period when you're breastfeeding. So I have no idea if that discharge method works to tell when you're ovulating. But I do know that that has um, been dead on for me. I mean, I'm not a doctor, so don't, don't like, quote me on that. But I have looked it up, and I have, like, <laughs> read about that. And... Um, for me personally, I would, when I was taking the ovulation kits, like when I was peeing on those sticks, it always matched my discharge. So, like, when you get the flashing smiley face on your ovulation kit, that meant that you were getting close to ovulating. And my discharge would be, like, cl- like clear and stretchy with white paste in it. Okay, I'm sorry. This is gross to talk about. I know. But I told you, <laughs> guys, it's your own fault if you're listening. And then same thing when I was ovulating. It would be that, like, stretchy, clear... Kind So, I'm sorry if that's TMI, but my podcast is called Get Real, right? So, I'm trying to get real with you guys. Anyway, so, <laughs> there's that. Um, let's see. I just got an IUD and the verdict is out if I like it or not. Okay, well, and that's so true because it's there are side effects of the IUD. I know it can cause a lot of cramping and heavy periods and... I don't know what else, but I have experienced cramping and heavy periods with it so far. I'm having a great experience round two with my Paragard, but yeah, it's definitely, that is a side effect.
1: Right here, right now, find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee.
3: Not about birth control, but please do a chat on breastfeeding. Okay, I'll talk more about breastfeeding. I'm still navigating breastfeeding. The only thing that's going, that is going consistent for me is that I'm having a really solid milk supply and I'm very thankful for that. I'm still figuring out how to feed, if I want to feed her bottles with breast milk in it or if I breastfeed. What I kind of am landing on right now is I give her about half of her feedings just bottles and right now she's eating five ounces five to six ounces each feeding and i like to give her a bottle of it and that way michael can feed her also and i don't have to be the only one feeding her which is really nice and helpful so he can take some of the shifts um and then when i do breastfeed her i always like to top her off with a bottle because she'll only eat about 10 minutes on on my boob and then after that She's, like, done, and I can't get her to to nurse anymore. (coughs) And so I'll get a bottle. She likes it warm. Oh, my gosh. Sunny likes a warm bottle. She will not take cold milk. No, siree. She wants a warm bottle, and I'll heat her up a bottle. And, (coughs) okay, I have something in my throat. I might have to get up and get some water. (coughs) Unless I can just swallow and make this tickle go away. Um, Okay. She likes a warm bottle, and so I will top her off with, like, two or three ounces. I just breastfed her this last feeding, and she ate for, like, ten minutes. And I figured, like, normally when she does that, I've been able to measure it because I'll, like, pump – pumped right after I fed her before. And on a full boob, I get, like, six, seven ounces, like, full boob. When I haven't nursed or fed in, like, five, six hours, which is probably going too long off of that boob, um, I'll have, like, six or seven ounces in it. And so – I pump before after she's eaten, and I'll get like three ounces out of it. So that lets me know that she eats about two to three ounces when she breastfeeds on me, which is not near enough. So I will put like three ounces in a bottle and top her off with that. So I just fed her, nursed her, and she ate for 10 minutes, and I thought, okay, she probably got like three ounces. I'll give her three ounces. That's airing on the more. That's giving her more than she's going to need is what I thought. And she ate three ounces from the bottle. And then I gave her another ounce and she ate another ounce. So she ate four ounces plus eating on my eating breast uh, nursing for 10 minutes. So I have no idea how much she's getting breastfeeding. But the fact that she ate four ounces after eating um, breastfeeding, I was like, okay, you know, I'm just it's I'm glad I'm topping her off because I do not want her to be hungry. So that's kind of what I'm doing feeding her bottles with five to six ounces in it each feeding and then breastfeeding her probably two or three of the times and then topping her off with a bottle. For now, that's what I'm doing. i am subject to change because it is a work in project progress and every day is different i'm so glad you're doing this i'm set up to get an iud soon and i'm nervous i get it i was really nervous actually this last time i went to my guy i sort of almost had a little panic attack because i was like oh my god it's gonna hurt so bad i mean i've just had a c section mind you but i was completely numb so i didn't feel it but um it did hurt i mean it hurts it's not i'm not gonna lie there's some pain involved but it's mine's worth it um Someone said, "Mirena IUD last five years. Sadly, I'm about to retire my second one. Ten years no periods. Oh, I guess the Mirena you don't have a period. Weird. Okay. Well, I guess if you don't want to if you don't want to have a period, then that's a good thing. I kind of like having a period. I don't know. I just feel like it's like it's natural and like you need to have a period every month. But that's just my opinion. I have no backing. I don't know why I feel that way. I have nothing to back that. And I'm sure it's probably awesome not to have a period. So." I Look into that, ladies, if you're wanting not to have a period. Um, No hate, just don't believe in birth control. I totally get that. You know, like there's a lot of reasons not to believe in birth control. Religious, religion reasons, religious reasons, um, personal reasons, whatever your reasons are, I totally get it and support that. And, you know, you've got to do you. So, amen to that. Um, I had twins by C-section. They were five months old. I found out I was pregnant with another set of twins. Okay, so I guess you can get pregnant. She's five, She had a, twins by C-section. And then five months later, pregnant with another set of twins. So I'm guessing you can get pregnant before a year after a C-section, according to this person. Wow. Two sets of twins. Go mama. Oh my gosh. I hope you live near family because you need help. That is a lot of babies. Oh my gosh. God bless you. Seriously. That's amazing. Um, NuvaRing rocks, not as intense as an IUD, but I don't have to take a pill every day. I totally am with you on that. If I was going to do a hormonal birth control, I would do the NuvaRing except for the melasma. This, I did not enjoy that, but that was, I agree. NuvaRing was easy. It was great. You didn't have to think about it. Would you go back on birth control until you try to have another baby? Yep, I just did. I have a pair guard, so I would totally do that. Um... Yes, but wonder how they affect me. The pill hormonally, the pill made me me crazy. You know, I think the hormones kind of affected me and made me a little crazy too. I mean, I don't know. I could have just been crazy because I was in my 20s. And I mean, who knows? Uh, I think at least for me, I was definitely figuring out life hardcore in my 20s. So maybe I was just crazy in my head already. But I do think hormones can affect you for sure. I mean, I know how they affected me after I had Sunny when I was losing all my pregnancy hormones. I mean, that was a major hormonal swing so hormones definitely can affect you Faux show. Sure. um go for it go, go for birth control breastfeeding is not birth control that's how my second oldest came along <laughs> um let's see what she said i work in an OBGYN and so many women get pregnant by not going on something and that's the thing i mean i think i think it's totally cool if you're okay with like getting pregnant again that's great but if you don't want to get pregnant again, you're super hormonal. I mean, super hormonal, yes. But you're super, super fertile after you have a baby. Like, I think you are so much more fertile. And you can get pregnant so much more easy, e- easier because your body is like, oh, we know how to do this. This is what we're used to. And you can just get pregnant really fast. So, you just got to be real careful. morena is the queen of birth control. Okay, that's that same IUD that... That one person said did not give them a period. So check that out if you guys are interested in not having a period and having an IUD. Um, I love my IUD. I'm so ready. That's Someone said I love my IUD. I agree. I love my IUD also. I'm so ready for anything but the pill. It's making my face discolored. Melasma. Yes, I am with you, girl. The hormones made my face discolored and gave me melasma and I... I was just not into that at all. Like, ugh. I know. I feel you. So, I mean, my recommendation. Of course, I am not a doctor, and you need everyone needs to go do their own research and make this decision for yourself. I'm just giving you my opinions that are based on nothing other than my experience. I have no medical training. I just want to say that for the record. I know everyone knows that, but I don't want anyone to take this like. I'm some professional. This is just my random opinion of someone who has lived through lots of different types of birth control and who is currently not trying to get pregnant after having a baby. So, just want to say that. Um, But I agree. The melasma was awful. So, there you go. The pill makes me crazy. Hubs doesn't like condoms. Using spermicidal lube. Spermicide loop. I've never tried that before. I mean... I have no idea if that works, but spermicide lube. Interesting. I I think I, I think I knew that existed. I'd be interested to look that up and see, um, to see if that really does work, but go you if that does. And that's a great solution. Um, have you heard of, have you heard ever thought about natural family planning? The only all natural birth control I don't know exactly what that means. Does that mean that you just follow your ovulation? I would need to look up natural family planning. I do think um learning your when you ovulate and like following your ovulation cycle is another really good way to to not get pregnant if you aren't wanting to get on birth control, but you just run the risk that you could, you know? It's just not 100%. Nothing's 100%. But um and it's so funny cuz before I got pregnant, you spend your whole life Trying not to get pregnant. (laughs) And then when I was wanting to have a baby, when we decided we were ready, you think, oh my gosh, I'll just get pregnant right away. And then you realize it is, I mean, some people get pregnant right away, but for a lot of women, including myself, it is so difficult to get pregnant. Like really hard, if not impossible in some cases. And it makes me not, it made me not want to get on birth control again because I really do think we probably will want to have another child. But at this point, just like I've told you on the beginning of this podcast with like my C-section and needing to let my body heal a year is a long time to try to navigate without birth control for, and so we're getting on it. But because it was so hard for us to get pregnant, I definitely would not probably have wanted to get on it just because what if it takes another year for us to get pregnant? What if we can't get pregnant? You know, like I don't want to have anything making it more difficult to get pregnant because it was so hard. So I get that. Um, let's see the pill. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Birth control works for me. Not sure it helps breakouts for me, but no babies well on the pill. Yeah. I've been trying to decide which method is best for me. Talk about the mini pill. What is the mini pill? Uh, I have no idea what the mini pill is. Let's see. I love this topic. Have you ever looked into the Creighton method? I've tried the pill and went crazy. I have no idea what the Creighton Method, C-R-E-I-G-H-T-O-N, is or the mini pill. I'm going to look those up. But that sounds interesting for sure. Um, So, really, you guys, that is my two cents on birth control. I think that there's a million different ways to go about it. You have to do what's right for you. Of course, you can also just have abstinence. Be abstinent. How do you say that? Have absence? Abstence? Anyway, you guys, I ramble when I talk by myself and I go down on a rabbit holes. So thank y'all for coming along with me. Sorry I talked about discharge. That's kind of gross. I can't believe I talked about that. But I mean, this is the topic that I'm covering and that is a part of it. So I hope this was helpful. And I hope that you guys are liking my midweek mom chats. I'm literally just talking to you guys about what is on my mind and what I am currently thinking about dealing with, navigating through as a new mom, as a woman. And I'm sharing that with you. And sometimes it is real and raw and not really politically correct. Like this is probably not the most like, uh, I don't know. Like this conversation is definitely like you'd have this with like a close girlfriend. But that's what I want to be for you guys. I want to be someone that you guys can trust, that you can like come – listen to these conversations and get real information. I don't want to just give you this fabricated sugar-coated glimpse into my life. I want to give you my real truth. And so this is my real truth and these are the things I think about and this is how I navigate and I just, I'm going to give it all to you guys and not hold back. So, I hope that's okay. I hope my husband doesn't kill me. <laughs> and he's like, "Why are you oversharing everything?" He's actually been so supportive. I have to say, I have a really supportive husband who is all about me being real and honest because he agrees that if you're not real and honest, then what good is it? Like really? Like if if I can't share honestly with you guys, then what how am I going to help in any way you know like i need the truth from people so i want to be someone who shares the truth so if you guys have topics that you want me to talk about instagram me message me my instagram is caro hobby i think you'll probably follow me if you're listening to this podcast that's c-a-r-o-h-o-b-b-y and just message me um or write a rev- in the review section on this podcast write what you want me to talk about for my midweek mom chats i am open to suggestions and i would love to hear what y'all have to say so thanks for coming along with me. Thanks for listening to my rambling and my um, thoughts. I really love y'all. I appreciate you guys. And I consider this community to be very... I, I consider y'all to be friends. I think that we're all trying to navigate life, motherhood, being a woman. And all the all my guys that are joining in, like you're just trying to learn about a lot of woman things. That's great to make yourself a better supportive husband or just understand women better. Um, go you. I just appreciate you guys and i'm so thankful that you think that it's worth your time to listen to this podcast because i really love y'all and i'm glad that you're here and i want to keep growing with you guys i want to grow myself i just want us all to grow together because we need each other life is a roller coaster there are so many things with so many different phases and emotions and all sorts of stuff we have to navigate and if we can't lean on each other and be honest and real then we suffer silently by ourselves and i don't want to do that so let's stick together i love you guys and peace out
1: right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com